thank um, Minister Marsha J for that worship, beautiful worship. Thank God that God, you know, that he continued to use her and continue to uplift her and bring her to heights unknown. Thank God. I pray that you were blessed by that worship. We just want to continue to pray for her, that God will use her for his glory. And we're going to go into our word today. And it's been impressing my spirit to share with you. I don't I don't plan to be here long, but I, I like to teach the saints and just like to do a lot of, just like to do some teaching. And I, I believe that when you teach, it kind of, kind of help people to understand the word a little bit better. And I know it did it for me. And I want to do a series on the topic, maintain your focus. And I'm going to take it from the book of Job. I'm going to be in Job for a little while. I don't know how long the Lord will have me here. But I'm going to uh, go through the book of Job. And I want to go through, I want to work of chapters one and chapter two, as time will allow me. And I just want to encourage someone today and just give an example of Job and what he went through in his life and how he continued to maintain who he is as a man of God. And I just want to encourage someone today that all the things that we're going through right now, all the times that we are dealing with, we're in so much uncertainty. We're, in, we're still in uncertainty. We're still not sure about what's going on. And people are just wondering, when will this, this, this pandemic end? And in the midst of the pandemic, people not only dying of pandemic, people are dying of other causes. People are still dying of murderous the murderous situation you got people just doing things to other people for no reason you know people minding their own business i just learned today or yesterday young girl a little children playing in the park and out of nowhere a straight bullet she was sitting on the bench talking with her friends next thing you know a straight bullet just came and hit her right in the head now she ended up going to the hospital she's made about probably about 12 years old. I could be a little older than that, but she was a young girl. So there's so many, so much violence going on. So many things happening around us. And I tell you the truth, sometimes it, it will make you feel a little strange. You may get a little fearful because that's another thing that's, that, that's gripping our people. Fear. Fear is really destroying a lot of the minds of people. And when your mind is destroyed, that's, this is what the enemy wants to get to, is to get to your mind. And when he can, can control your mind, then he's got you. When he can, 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 can influence you to the point for you to give up and, and to let go and stop believing in God and stop believing in who you are and whose you are, that's exactly what he wants you to do. He wants you to let go and he wants you to just Throw in the towel and put your hands up in the air and say, enough. I had enough. I can't go no further. I'm just going to hang it up. 
you know, but it, fear is something that if you're not careful, it will just take over your mind, take over your spirit and, and just infiltrate you so much that you don't want to do anything else. Then you may end up, you may end up going to depression, different things start happening to you because you become so afraid. Some people don't want to go outside. Some people stay in the house all the time and everybody ordered in because every, everything is online now. So nobody, all they do is go to the door and collect the, the food or whatever they, or, or the merchandise. They don't want to go outside because they fear of the unknown. So they don't want to go out and, 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 and experience the beautiful sunshine and, and the air that God gives us. See, you know, they, they're so afraid. They're so doubtful. But saints, you can't allow, you can never allow whatever is going on around you to stop you from moving forward in the things of God, from moving in what he desired you to do. Hallelujah. And, and, and I'm just encouraging today through the book of Job, how Job maintained his focus with all the hell he was going through. He stood strong and it's, it ain't easy. It's not easy. It's never easy. If something in life is easy, it ain't come right. Sometimes you got to go through sweat and tears and, and, and go through different challenges to get where you got to go. Holy Spirit of God. So we got to understand that in spite of all what's going on, we have got to maintain who we are in the Lord and keep on having our faith strong, our, our, faith, our faith increase. Holy Spirit of God. I'm going a little ahead of myself, but it's okay. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. I'm going to be reading Job 1 and Job 2 if I get to it. And uh, I'm use, using the New Living Translation. Bless God. And as the Spirit lead me, I will speak. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit of God. Now, there, Job 1 verse 1 begins. There once was a man named Job who lived in the land of Oz. He was blameless, a man of complete integrity. Integrity means he was an honest man. Blameless means that he could do no wrong. He was so honest in everything he did that every little bit that he, he, he made sure God be glorified no matter what. Hallelujah. He feared God and stayed away from evil. He had seven sons and three daughters. He owned 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 teams of oxen. And 500 female donkeys. He also had many servants. Who, in, who was in fact the richest person in that entire area of where he lived. Praise God. Job's sons would take turns preparing feasts in their homes. And they would also invite their three sisters to celebrate with them. When these celebrations ended sometimes after several days. Job would purify his children. That's so beautiful. He would get up early in the morning, offer a burnt offering for each of them. 
Hallelujah. For Job said to himself, Perhaps my children have sinned and have cursed God in their hearts. This was Job's regular practice. So he was a man that feared God. He was a man that reverenced God. He's a man that loves God and he desires to do everything that, that God requires of him to do. And, and he just, you know, he, he wants to make sure his children are right with the Lord. So whenever they, they hang out in each other's houses, you know, he said, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pray and, and, and offer something to, if they have committed any sin, I'm, I'm, I'm asking the Lord to forgive them, to cleanse them. So this man, uh, he was so protective. He's such a, 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 a man of true character, a man that, that, that was, uh, you know, it's true evil. This man did not want to, to do anything that would allow the Lord to be displeased with him. He had 10 children. He had a lot of, uh, of, of livestock. He had a uh, uh, servants. He had so much. So he was the richest. He had so much wealth, you know, that all through all the wealth that he's, he has, through everything he had, he, he, he still maintained who he is as a man of God. He didn't allow anything to, to, to infiltrate or, or allow him to discourage him from believing in the true and living God. Hallelujah. So here it is. The heavenly council meets. One day the members of the heavenly court came to present themselves before the Lord and the accuser Satan, old Slewfoot, the enemy, came with them. Where have you come from? The Lord asked him. And he said, I have been patrolling the earth, watching everything what's going on. So he's going to and fro, causing havoc, wreaking havoc in people's lives. Then Lord asked the enemy, have you noticed my servant Job? He is the finest man in all the earth. He is blameless, a man of complete integrity. He fears God and stays away from evil. So God was saying he was a perfect man, you know. So, uh, he, you know, Satan comes and sit. Uh, the, the council was coming together, coming all got to get up in people's business, you know. And the Lord, the Lord said to him, you, you consider my servant? Now he's a good man, you know? So here, this is what Satan replied. This is him. That's how the enemy operates. Yes, but Job has good reason to fear you, Lord. You have always put a wall of protection around him and his home and property. You have made him prosper in everything he does. Look how rich he is. But reach out and take away everything he has and it will surely curse you to your face. Oh, well. All right. The Lord gave permission to the enemy to, to test Job. He said, do whatever you want with everything he possesses, but don't harm him physically. So Satan left the Lord's presence. 
So here it is now. The test came where Job is about to lose everything because the enemy thinks that the only reason why Job is connected to the Lord and is so blameless and is so uh, full of honesty is because of all his possessions. You know, sometimes you have people who or have a lot of money or have a lot of fame or have a lot of, you know, different things to their liking in their possession, you know, and they feel like they're on top of the world. And some of them feel that they don't need God because they have so much, you know, and they, they, they have the best of everything. They, they drive the best cars and they have matching uh, boats and matching uh, um, air, uh, um, airplanes to each car that they drive and having a fleet of cars, a limousine, whatever you want to call it. And, and, and they have servants and, and they, they have huge mansions and, and they boast themselves of their wealth and how much money they have in the bank and how they store up everything, you know, and, and the Bible says you shouldn't store up treasures here on earth where moth and wrath, uh, moth and rust do corrupt, but store up treasures in heaven where moth and rust don't corrupt and where, where you will continue to be blessed if you store up your treasures. And even though uh, uh, Job had all these earthly possessions, he still loved God. He still wanted to make sure he didn't allow his riches, he didn't allow his fame and everything that he had you know, he didn't allow it to get into his spirit to make him feel that he was better than God or he was bigger than God or he was he was so puffed up and so full of himself. Job was a humbled man, a, a, a man that was honest, a man that was pure. The, the Bible said he was blameless. So here the enemy thinks that if he took away all these earthly possessions, he thought that Everything about Job, uh, the way Job loved God is because of all the way of all the things of how the Lord blessed him. Because the enemy said to him, you put a wall of, you've always put a wall of protection around him, his home and property. So if, if, if you take that away, he's certainly going to curse you. He's certainly going to condemn you. He's certainly going to turn his back on you. He's certainly going to lose focus. He's certainly going to lose faith in you. He's certainly going to lose sight of who you are. So, you know, it's, it's a funny thing when God knows your heart. He knows who you are. When he can say Job was a perfect man, that, that, that tells you right there that he knows the way Job thinks. He knows his mind, he knows his thoughts, he knows what's in his heart, he knows he's a good person, and that he knows that he follows him to he tries his best to to make sure he does he does the he do, do the right thing on a consistent basis because he desires the Lord to be pleased with him. Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Isn't it a beautiful thing when you could do so much to want to please the Lord, that the, the Lord will, will, will call you perfect, call you blameless. That is so powerful. So here it is. Now the enemy goes and he strikes 
Job's household. When not one day when Job's sons and daughters were feasting at the oldest brother's house, a messenger arrived at Job's home with this news. Your oxen were plowing with the donkeys feeding beside them. When the Sabaeans raided us, they stole all the animals and killed all the farmhands. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger arrived with this news. The fire of God has fallen from heaven and burned up your sheep and all the shepherds. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, a third messenger arrived with the news. Three bands of Chaldean raiders have stolen your camels and killed your servants. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger arrived with his this news. Your sons and daughters were feasting in their oldest brother's home. Suddenly, a powerful wind swept in from the wilderness and hit the house on all sides. The house collapsed and all your children are dead. I am the only one who escaped to tell you. Wow. So the enemy decided, now God gave permission, so he decided to take everything away from Job. Holy Spirit of God, his children. Can you imagine losing all 10 children in one day? Oh my goodness. Wow. Yes, we, we know his possessions, that's one thing, but when you lose your children, that that that's that that is so painful, you know. And in verse twenty, he stood up and tore his robe in grief. Then he shaved his head and fell to the ground to worship. Oh my goodness! He lost all his possessions. He lost all ten children. He lost all his servants. But in the midst of all his grief. And all the suffering and his pain. Job fell down and worshipped the Lord. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine when you're in a situation and you're in you're you are facing all kind of uh, of calamity, all kind of things coming up against you, and you got time to worship? Wow. Job, he was grieved. His spirit was grieved. His heart was torn to pieces. But in all of it, he fell to the ground. He went, he went down. He bowed his face to the ground and worshiped the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. In such a time like this, He's worshiping God. So that, that's something right there. That's a message right there. That, that's saying to you that in spite of all your grief, in spite of all the pain that you're dealing with, celebrate Jesus. Celebrate him because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Hallelujah. So when you rejoice in the midst of pain and when you rejoice in the midst of hurt, in the midst of grieving, uh, uh, in the midst of loss, celebrate. In, in, the Bible says, in, in everything, give God thanks. 
in the good times, praise his name, in the bad times, just the same. So we 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 we, we worship God. And you know when I when I read where he 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 fell to the ground and worshiped, that was so powerful. Because what he's saying that in spite of all what's going on in me, I'm still gonna rejoice. Yeah, I'm feeling pain. Yeah, I, I'm hurting, but I'm still going to rejoice. I'm still going to lift up my hands uh, and say, "Thank you, Jesus. Uh, praise the Lord. You are, you are, you are keeping me through this. I trust you to take me through this. I trust you to comfort me in all of this. So I'm giving you glory, honor, and praise. Hallelujah! In spite of my circumstances, uh, I am holding on to you, Jesus. I am still trusting you, no matter what." Hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. And Job said, I came naked from my mother's womb and I'll be naked when I leave. The Lord gave me what I had and the Lord has taken it away. Praise the name of the Lord. So he worshiped God. He praised God. He give God the glory no matter what. Hallelujah. In all of this, Job did not sin by blaming God. No, he just worshiped God. He did not condemn God. He didn't say, God, why did you allow, why did you make this happen? I know there's some people, they lose their, their loved ones. Some of them turn their back on God because they believe God caused all the, the things to happen. You know, because sometimes their people lose family members back to back. And they can't understand. They're, they're scratching their head as to why. What did I do? What, what, what happened? You know, what, what did I, could I have done something? Why, why did God let this happen to me? And they blame God. Sometimes it's an act of man. Sometimes it, it, it's things, circumstances, why things happen. Sometimes that is beyond your, uh, uh, you know, no fault of your own why it happened. But in spite of all of this, Job did not sin by blaming God. Chapter 2. One day the members of the heavenly court came again to present themselves before the Lord and the accuser. Satan came with them. Where have you come from? The Lord asked Satan. Satan answered, Lord, I've been patrolling the earth, watching everything that's going on. That's his job, like I said before. Then the Lord asked Satan, have you noticed my servant Job? He is the finest man in all the earth. He said it again. He lost everything. But he's still saying that he's blameless. He's still saying that Job is perfect. Hallelujah. He fears God and stays away from evil and he has maintained his integrity even though you urge me to harm him without cause. Satan replied to the Lord, skin for skin, a man will give up everything he has to save his life. But reach out and take away his health and he will surely curse you to your face. All right, the Lord said, do with him as you please, but spare his life. See, he had to get permission. 
can't just do what he want to do. Okay? He was allowed to do it because you see, God knew Job. God knew who Job is. Okay? So he let him go ahead through it. Because he knows Job is going to continue to maintain who he is no matter what's going on. So Satan left the Lord's presence and he struck Job with a terrible, with terrible boils from head to foot. Oh my goodness. So he had these open boils on his skin just out of nowhere. From head to toe. He had boils everywhere. They're big, you know, huge things on his face. As if you ever see when when you when when an insect bites you and your face swell up, that that that's how uh, Job had looked. You know he looked so bad. No, you know he had to go hide somewhere because he didn't want nobody to see him like that. And I'm sure when you are going through something like that, you don't want anybody to see you either. Okay, so Job just escaped into a silence because he couldn't understand what was going on. So he, Job. Scrapes his skin with a piece of broken pottery as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, are you still trying to maintain your integrity, your honesty? Curse God and die. But Job replied, you talk like a foolish woman. Should we accept only good things from the hand of God and never anything bad? So in all of this, Job said nothing wrong. Wow. You know, I understood his wife, you know, when you lose your children. She's a mother. She lost all 10 children. And, and, and she just couldn't understand why her husband was still holding on to a God that allowed uh, us, allowed them to lose their children, lose all the wealth that they had. You know, they're down to nothing. And, and he's sitting here with all kind of balls all over his body. And, and she just couldn't understand. She said, you know what? God caused all of this. So why don't you just condemn it right now? And it's call it a day. And he said to her, how you going to talk like that? You don't understand. It's okay. We get good things and bad things from the Lord. It's all right. I must still hold on no matter what. I must still trust him. You want to go ahead and do what you do, what you do, but I must still hold on. I must still maintain who I am. I must still go have faith. I must still trust Him. Hallelujah! Bless the name of Jesus. So in everything, He never said anything out of the ordinary. He never cursed God. He never condemned God. Hallelujah. And now he has three friends. They heard of his tragedy that he was suffering. They got together and traveled from their homes to comfort and console him. Their names was Eliaphaz, the Tenamite, Bildad, the Shuite, and Zophar, the Nehemiah. When they saw Job from a distance, they scarcely recognized their friend. Welling loudly, they tore their robes and threw dust into the air over their heads to show their grief. Then they sat on the ground with him for seven days and nights. No one said the word to Job 
for they saw that his suffering was too great for words. So his three friends came to sit with him while he was mourning. And they just stayed silent. You know, sometimes when people are going through situations, sometimes you don't even have to say anything. Just sit there. Your presence has a lot of meaning. Your presence uh, sends a, a silent message that, you know, I'm here for you. You know, I may not understand what you're dealing with, but just the thought that you're here and you're sitting with me and, and you're consoling me and you are, you are, you are grieving with me. That's powerful. That's a strong message. So his friends sat with him and, and, and it's nice to have friends that when you're going through True friends that will stay there, that will come, hear about your situation and come and, 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 and say, you know, I'm here for you. What, what can I do to help? You just want me to sit? Fine. Do you want me to bring something to you? What, what is it you want? Uh, you know, sometime praying, sometime, you know, giving a word of scripture, something to help to ease the pain of what that person is going through. Every little bit you do helps. And sometimes just be quiet in the moment. Hallelujah. So here it is. Now Job is, is going through his pain. He's lost everything. And his, his body is consumed. Consumed. With sores everywhere. And he's not understanding. What have I done to deserve this? And he's sitting there wondering to himself. Probably going through his mind. I, you know, I think I did this right. I think I did that right. I think I did that right. So I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. But all of what he was doing, he could not get the answer. So sometimes we, we, we are going through things in life. The Lord allows some things to happen. I believe this, 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 this pandemic took place. This is my thought. I believe this pandemic took place to open up the minds of people. To open up people uh, 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 to come to a place where, you know, you got to really think. Where am I going with my life? You know, some things, you know, sometimes challenges come up in our lives to, uh, we most may be, some of us maybe have lost our faith and lost our way and, and, and lost our trust in the Lord. And, and, and somehow we lost our path and we kind of wean off to another direction. And sometimes calamities come for us to open up our eyes and, and, and to see and, and, and to refocus ourselves, you know, and question what we need to do different and, and maybe make some changes. And yes, we may have questions in our mind as to why things happened the way they did. You know, and, and yes, we may have questions that we know we may not. There's a lot of things that happen in our lives. We don't understand it. 
We don't know why it took place, but it happened anyhow. So even through this pandemic, even through people are suffering, you know, <clears throat> and, 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 and there's death all around, you know, and, and, and then, you, you know, things have changed for some people. Some peoples who, who were, who were otherwise contemplating whether they should go start a business or, 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 or go uh, or seek a job or go into ministry or go help the community. Uh, you know, this pandemic has allowed people to do more and to be more connected to their loved ones and be more caring and be more, 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 more sympathetic and empathetic, 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 oh God, whatever. You know what I'm talking about, you know, to one another, you know, because it has brings some of us together. And another thing too is, it has allowed us to realize that life is precious. That life, we can't just be doing everything we want to do when we want to do it, but we need to seek the direction of God. We need to seek guidance from the Lord. You know, and, 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 and you know, so sometimes when we go through grief, you know, we are hurting. Yes. But we are feeling the pain in our heart, in our mind. Sometimes when you when you 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 you're crying so much, you know you you you're trembling because that that the pain is so severe uh, of what you're experienced, of what you're experiencing right now, you know. But I'm here to tell you today that in spite of all. Your suffering, in spite of all your pain, in spite of all your struggles, maintain your focus. Worship God in the beauty of holiness. As you're going through, as you're grieving, even if you're crying, say hallelujah through the tears. Oh, Spirit of God. Because you never know when you're, when, you're, when you're praising God, God is touching you. He, he is making it right. Hallelujah. He's making things coming. He's healing you. He's showing you. He's speaking to you. As you're worshiping, he's, he's giving you answers to some of your questions. You may not answer all your questions. But he's giving you answers. And he's soothing you. And, he, and he, he's making things better for you. And, and giving you uh, a chance to see a light at the end of the tunnel. And showing you, my brother and sister, it's not over. In spite of all of the pain, it's not over. You may have lost your loved one, you may have lost your children. Job lost his children, but he realized it's not over. That there's something, there's a message here for me. And yes, it's painful. Yes, mourn, cry, it's okay. And all of that, when all is said and done, give God the glory. Lift him up, honor him. 
As I said at the beginning, uh, it's a good thing, Psalm 92. It's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, to sing praises to his name, O Mosai, to show forth his love and kindness in the morning and his faithfulness every night. So upon instruments of ten strings, up, upon all kind of musical instruments, we're praising God. Psalm 150 says everything, everything to that breath. Praise the Lord. Praise you, the Lord. So saints of the Most High today, I'm encouraging you that you, as you're going through whatever it is you're challenging your face in right now, maintain your hold on Jesus. Don't let go of him. Hold on. People always say, I'm hanging in there. Don't hang in, you may fall. Hold on to Jesus. If you have the faith of the mustard seed, according to Matthew 17, 20, you can move mountains. You can speak to this mountain and it will move in your life. So just keep on pressing on. Keep on believing the word of God. Don't worry about what's don't worry about what it looked like or feel like. Yes, you're human. You want to cry, cry. It's okay. Because tears is also a message to the Lord. Think about Job. And how the enemy tested him. Tested him to the point where he, 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 he lost all his possessions. And, and, and he ended up with, with, with sores on his body. And to everything that was happening to him. He never cursed God. He never condemned God. He did the opposite. He worshipped he worshipped God in the beauty of his holiness. You know, so I am just encouraging you today that you hold on. Hold on to Jesus Christ, who is the author and finisher of your faith. There is... When I look at what's going on in our world today, so much confusion, so much things happening around, violence and, you know, so much, it's just, you want it to yourself when it's going to end. And, and, and I just, I said, God, only way we we'll get through this is holding on to you. Maintaining ourselves in you. Increasing our faith and get to a level of faith where your faith is radical. That you know that nothing is impossible with God. So you and God got to walk through this. I said, God, you and I got to get through this. We're getting through this. We already won. You already won the victory. 
Victory is already yours. It's already ours. Hallelujah. Claim your victory. Claim it. When you have a desire from the Lord, claim it. It's part of what's going on. Don't worry about what the circumstances are and what's going on around you. Look to the hills from his coming to your help because your help cometh from the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. So in all what you do, continue to stay focused on the Lord. Stay grounded. Stay rooted in the Lord. You know, and allow the Lord should just speak to you. Sometimes stay quiet. You know, pray, worship, read your word and Sometimes stay quiet and let him speak to your spirit. You know? Say, Lord, I'm listening. And, and, and when he speaks to you, be obedient. Flowing what he tells you to do. One thing uh, uh, what the Lord don't like is when people are not obedient. When he says for you to go, go. But make sure that's the voice of the Lord and not some other voice speaking to you. Get it confirmed that it's the Lord. You know, but I want you today to just continue to honor God for who he is and love him. Love on him. Uh, to uh, Continue to embrace his son, Jesus Christ, who died for you and for me. To redeem us from our sin. And saints of the living God. Continue to flow in Jesus. And I pray that. As we study the book of Job and go through it. That something about it will encourage you. Because you know, I've read Job so many times. You know, I've, I've read, I've known the story and. You know, just reading it through again and, and and just taking my time to really feast on it and, and see how God operates and see how some things, how God allows things to happen. And only to make us strong. You know, and it's amazing as I'm studying. And I pray that you take time to read this word again these chapters two chapters and and read the rest of the chapters as i go through it and just minister to your spirit you know how god operates in spite of everything and this man he stood for so much he teaches you so much you know he tells you no matter what's going on in your life Keep trusting God. Things will be falling out. Your back is against the wall. Keep trusting God. So I thank God for you on today. And I pray that this word will get into your spirit and create a change in you. And I pray that you'll be enlightened. And you will just get closer to the Lord 
and get into that right relationship with him. Allow him to come into your heart to cleanse you and make you clean. Surrender your life to Jesus Christ. Knowing that with him, things will work out. Knowing that with him, in spite of how you may be dealing with challenges, you hold his hand. He'll take you through. And you may fall down, but get back up. Dust yourself off. You may stumble along the way. It's okay. As you're a babe in Christ, it's okay. He's there. He's still holding your hand. He said, daughter. He said, son, I got you. Let's walk together. So I'm encouraging you, those who don't know Jesus Christ, to know him as your Savior and Lord today. Knowing that if you give him a chance in your life, it's a guarantee that everything will work out in your life. And you may be going through some bumps in the road. It's okay. Because they said when you, when, you, when you serve God, that's when your problem started. You see here with Job, he was serving God. And you see how the enemy tried to trip him up. But Job continued to hold on. So that behaves you to... To, to as you as you make that decision to walk with Christ, if you get tripped up, don't let go of his hand. Keep on holding on to Jesus. So I pray that uh someone you gave your heart to the Lord today. I would love for you to write me at Ramo Ministries double A, that is W as it went. A as an apple, M as a Mary, O as an ox, E as an Eric. Ministries at gmail.com. And I'd love for you to, to write me a letter, drop me a line at P.O. Box 2077, Mount Vernon, New York, 10551. And you could call the line at 914 699 2482 or 914-837-9635 if you desire prayer. If, if you want to share a testimony, go to our website, A-M-O-E, again, W as in weather, A as in apple, M as in Mary, O as in ox, E as in Eric, dot org, O-R-G, and I want you to uh, send me an email there. Uh, send me a message there at the website. Share your testimony and what God has done in your life. If you decide, if you desire, let the Lord speak to you to join this ministry. Have an e-membership at this ministry. We'll be thankful uh, uh, that you come on board. And we pray that the Lord will touch your life. And pray that he'll continue to uplift you and as you can need to read the word and pray and develop into who he desires you to be. And, you know, when you, when you give your heart to the Lord, you know, you say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart, cleanse me and make me clean. You know, uh, cleanse me from all unrighteousness. I surrender myself to you. 
I, I thank you for, for saving me. I thank you for sending your son to die for me. And if you pray that prayer, as I said, write me a line at Ministries at gmail.com or P.O. Box 2077, Mount Vernon, New York, 10551. We also do counseling. So if you desire uh, to be counseled, what do you want to be? Uh, uh, um, if something is troubling you or you need some, some clarity on things, it's all right. You could also uh, call the church, 914-699-2482 or 914-837. 9635 to uh, make a counseling appointment, appointment for counseling. So God bless you. And I pray that these words were a blessing to your life, that your life has turned around and has changed. So I would love for you to, to uh, continue to flow, continue to be encouraged. We thank God for you. And we bless you. We bless the name of Jesus for you today. Father, we thank you for this word. Thank you, Jesus, that you touch the hearts and the minds of those who have heard your word. And Lord God, we pray as they surrender their lives to you, Jesus. We pray the power of God will move on their hearts, dear Father. And Lord Jesus. We pray for them to surrender themselves to you. And those who have made a decision, God, we pray that you help them through, Lord God, and help them as they walk through the process, Jesus. And those, Lord God, who have experienced in situations like Job on today, God, and we pray that you would touch them right now in the name of Jesus. Continue to encourage your people as to say thanks in the name of the Father, name of the Son, name of the Holy Ghost. Amen and amen. God bless you. You are saved. And I'm going to continue to pray for you that God will use you for his glory, use you in uh, with on this power and anointing. I pray that you'll be filled with the Holy Ghost. I pray that you will find, uh, you you know, you'll connect to our ministry. You join our ministry, as I said, the e-membership or if, if in your neighborhood, you, you find a ministry that's that's a good teaching ministry that is not holding back, not trying to tell you something they want you to hear, but teach you the truth. You want to ask God to direct you to a ministry. If you could join us if you desire to, or ask God to, to lead you somewhere where you can be taught the word of God so you could grow, you could build your life in him. God bless you. I want you to hear our announcements.